My guest today is country superstar Lee Greenwood, who has recorded 22 studio albums, has had seven number one hits, and 38 singles. Just the sound of his name takes us immediately to one of the most heard, most sung songs by all of us, God Bless the USA. Written and recorded by Lee Greenwood, the song has become known as America's second national anthem. And the song was released in 1984, but it brought America together after that fateful day on September 11th, 2001, which brings us to the upcoming 20th anniversary of 9-11. Well, Lee Greenwood will be releasing the new God Bless the USA Bible on that very day. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the singer, the songwriter, the American legend himself, Lee Greenwood. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Ward. Wow, what a what a great introduction. I, I need to tape that. <laughs> that was really uh, I, good. <laughs> I have it on tape, so I'll send it to you. How about that? Please, please do. <laughs> well, let's just kick off with the, the most iconic song. I think probably one of the most iconic in country music or in all of music. Uh, what's the story behind writing God Bless the USA? Um, I was raised on a farm in Sacramento, California by my grandparents. My parents were divorced when I was a year old because of uh, World War II. My dad joined the Navy right after the bombing of Pearl Harbor and left my mother with two young kids. Um, they just couldn't live with that. And war does that to couples, splits them up. I had a great, great childhood, um, learned a lot about farming. I learned a lot that I didn't want to do farming, by the way, <laughs> just to let you know, it's hard work. Uh, I love my grandparents and they took care of every, every wish and desire that I had, but they kept a tight leash on me. Um, sent me to church at the First Baptist Church in North Sacramento, California, where I sang uh, Old Holy Night for the first time when I was 13 years old. Um, and it, as I approached my 14th, 15th birthday, I began working in clubs, nightclubs and bars and I formed my own band at 16 years old. Uh, I graduated high school and went, left for Reno, Nevada at 17, and I never went back. And so I stayed in Nevada almost 20 years. And all of those early years, I, I did some USO tours and I recognized the sacrifice of the military. It's not just because of my father's uh, service in the Navy and the Merchant Marine, but I just knew that there was um, there's something I could do along the way. Uh, to uh, unite our country. And I'd never traveled much till I got to Nashville. And I signed my contract in Nashville with MCA Records uh, in 1979. And I started touring like a crazy fiend at, uh, in 1980. And uh, along with Reba McIntyre, George Strait, the Oakers Boys and Barbara Mandrell, we were all on the MCA label. Uh, and it was about three years in after touring uh, those three, four years. We had four different albums, I believe, before You Got a Good Love Coming. And that was the album that God Bless the USA would be on for the very first time. It was not intended to be a single. It was my tribute to the country I love. And it was, it was Universal that made the call after they heard the whole album. They didn't want the song we had chosen for a single release, which is the title of the album. And we already had $25,000 in a video. And I was shocked when they went, no, it's going to be USA instead. And I'm like, wow. And so we did. It could have been uh, uh, career suicide. It actually went the other way. It went exactly positive. And when I started putting that on stage in the middle of my show, I think we only did about four shows and it had to go to the end. After that, it was the finale and never changed. Wow. Now, have you been surprised of the longevity of the song itself? 
And you know, every time I hear the song, I literally, it's never aged. Well, thank you for that. I, I, I'm very proud of the first recording where there has been three recordings since then uh, on two other labels. And I even have my own stadium track that I use when I sing live. Uh, and we do a lot of those shows, well, we did before 2020, and now we're going to start again doing live events um, uh, in stadiums, and and uh, and I sing for the Predators here in Nashville as well. But um, I, was, I was surprised at first, but then the ripple sort of took effect. It was George, uh, General Schwarzkopf who used it as a song of the war uh, in the Gulf War. Uh, of course, after the events of Katrina, which really were devastating to the uh, Gulf Coast, uh, it was used as a way to bring people back to uh, a belief that there was a life after that. And then 2001. And, uh, and this year, 9-11, of course, we're going to make the Lee Greenwood Patriotic Bible available uh, on 9-11. And I will be in New York, by the way, that evening with Mayor Giuliani and the former police uh, commissioner, uh, uh, and 9-11. So yeah, we go back there often to uh, to honor those people that were killed during that terrorist attack. And again, that's why God bless, God bless the USA becomes popular every year uh, to hear on radio and give people a courage uh, to, to keep united. Well, how does it make you feel, Lee, when people are now referring to the song as America's second national anthem? That's pretty high cotton for a farm boy from California. Uh, I will tell you that I'm humbled. I, it's not what I intended. Uh, I did, I did want to have the song uh, represent all Americans. And I'll give you a little bit of a sidebar. Uh, when uh, somebody come, becomes a citizen legally, they have um, the uh, national anthem is played. The current administration president makes a speech welcoming them to the country. They hear God bless the USA. They surrender the flag to their country and take the oath, just like a military person and just like I took as a member of the National Endowment of the Arts. You have to take a, an oath to the country. So um, it, that, that's really, I mean, I had no idea the scope of how it would reach all of Americans. I, I would have ventured to say almost everybody in America has at least heard the song or they don't know how it goes. <laughs> well, you know, I'm proud to be an American is probably one of the most... Um, I mean, it, it's just that one sentence in that song just says so much. And to be an American, it's it's not, you know, pointing at a particular race or, or culture. We live in the greatest country in the world. And just to hear people say that now, to me, it means even more because we're living in a society now that wants to divide. And but your song continues to bring us together, really kind of brings us back to center to realize why we need to be proud to be an American, and your song does that for us. There's a lot to be proud about. I mean, yes, we have some things we have to work on. I mean, we're a free society, and uh, and, and I know that's one of our weak spots, but um, there's so much to be proud about America and how much we've done for the rest of the world. We've left blood of soldiers on every country in this world, uh, trying to free them from, uh, from uh, disaster. And, and people who would misuse them and kill them. And so um, I, I'm, I'm extremely proud that I was able to form those words in such a way that it's meaningful for people. I have to tell you that the very first line, if tomorrow the things were gone, I'd, I'd work for all my life, was written about my grandparents who suffered because of grain subsidizing and they couldn't make a living. Uh, that, oddly enough, that's a 
that was very important to me growing up as a teenager. Uh, and then, of course, I would not forget the men who died. That was a very important line. And both of my sons, who are, are in college ward now, my 26-year-old my Dolphin is getting a PhD in cancer research at Vanderbilt, and my 22-year-old is at TCU in Fort Worth, and he's uh, a musical scholar. And both of them, when they asked me, why did you write the song about the men who died? I said, because there's no greater thing to lay down your life for a friend. That's in the Bible. And so when, when people do that and give everything, they are giving you a chance at liberty and freedom just by dying. And I said, I cannot ignore that. I, I have to mention that in my song. And they, okay, I get that, you know. But you know, I have to know too that when you said Proud to Mean American is the name of the song, is actually the co-title. The, the real title is God Bless the USA and our new patriotic Bible which says Holy Bible and then God bless the USA under it with two military flags at the bottom of a leather bound cover. When you open up the front cover, I have the lyrics of the chorus, which starts, I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the man who died. So that, and I signed my name to it. So that's the only place my name appears in the Bible. And the Bible in itself is a full Old and New Testament. When you go to the back page and open it up, there's the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and the Pledge of Allegiance. So we call this the Lee Greenwood American Patriot Bible. Well, how did this project actually come about? Ward, I think I'm going to tour a couple more years. And as I'm doing that, I'm looking for opportunities so I can get into something other than just touring and making money on, on the road. Uh, I'm 78. I'll be 79 this year. And I think next year probably will be my last year to tour. So when they brought, I have several ideas on the table, but when they brought me the Bible idea, I said, you know what? I'm a conservative Christian. I love this idea. Let's, let's make sure that it's patriotic. And we put the uh, events in the back that represent our history and how we, how we got started as a country. And so that's how I got started. Uh, first of all, I'm shocked that you are 78, 79 years old. I would have never picked a day over 62. <laughs> so, uh, but I am so impressed with the Bible because you've included the founding documents, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and even the Pledge of Allegiance in this Bible. Why did you do that? Well, I, you know, my, I, I have my own Bible by my bedside, and it, it has actually the beginning of history in the back um, through the where Jesus Christ walked. And so if you, you know, you can look at where he actually uh, walked the planet for 33 years and, and then amplify that through history, and we come to the United States of America, I think it's important to have people know that if we're a, we're a country of faith, and I hope we still are, I think we still are, that um, the documents that were written weren't necessarily progressive and they weren't meant, they couldn't be changed. They can be changed. We can amend uh, all of the things. We have that right, uh, depending upon the whole culture. But from the very beginning, when people came to this country as immigrants, they wanted to be assimilated. They wanted to be part of what we are and who we are. And it seems like more and more people come here and want to change it and make it the way they came from. Well, if, if you want to be where you came from, I suggest you go back uh, because this country is based on faith, first of all, the rights and freedoms of individuals and citizens. And uh, so that's why we included all of that along with the faith of the Bible. We included also the, uh, 
the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence telling the rest of the world, we want to be an independent free country. And that's what we are. Well, how important, how important is it to you for America to stay, and I'm going to agree with my own statement here, one nation under God? Again, um, I, I have to recognize that my strength, my very first strength came from the fact that there was something bigger than me. I didn't know my father till I was 15 years old. I recognized he was in the Navy, in the Merchant Marine. I got to know him later in life. But there's something bigger than my father. It is our father, our father in heaven who, and, and let's, go, let's go right to the subject matter. He created the universe, okay? And he knows every hair on your head. And you got more of them than I do, Ward. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, people have to know that this country is a country of faith. And, and this, with this new Bible, the Lee Greenwood Patriotic Bible, uh, you'll have that opportunity to put the two together. Well, what is your favorite Bible verse that has guided you throughout your whole life? Psalm 32, mm. which talks about forgiveness. And if you, if you think that you can uh, go through life without forgiving people for somebody who's done you wrong, you're wrong. That's not what Jesus uh, has told all of his disciples. And Psalm 32 is what I live by. I live by that axiom that you forgive others and, uh, and Jesus Christ will forgive you. Well, how, you know, forgiveness is such a, well, it's the most powerful thing. I mean, Christ died on the cross, basically, you know, washing away and forgiving us of our own sins. And our society today, we need to really, everyone needs to extend that hand of forgiveness because there's a lot of ignorance going on around in America now. We see, we've already mentioned the division that we see. Uh, you know, we see, to me, the public pitching the police departments against the public. But I think forgiveness is something that is a uniting type of tool that we need to continue to use. And it only happens when we know Christ. It's not easy. It's not easy to forgive someone that's done you wrong. And it's not easy to ask forgiveness when you've done somebody else wrong. Uh, it's very difficult. It opens up your soul. And you have to uh, you have to depend on the fact that this is the meth this is the message that was given to us by Jesus Christ as He was dying. Forgive them, for they not know what they do. And so, um, I live by that motto, and that's why my favorite verse is thirty two. Well, uh, now are we going to see a possible gospel album coming from you in the future? Um, let me just say this. I do have a new 21 song CD coming out. And I'm the reason I've approached the, they're all songs that I've written on the, on that CD are three Christian songs. So I, today, today kids don't necessarily buy an album. They buy, they download a song. So things have changed for us. And my kids taught me that, you know, we just download what we want and put on our playlist. So it could be Christian R and B, it could be jazz, rock, whatever. And uh, so there are three Christian songs that I wrote um, on, on this album. And one of them I co-wrote with Gordon Moat, who is a Christian artist. Uh, he's blind, white piano player uh, who worked for me for seven years and, uh, and has his own career. And it's called Totally Devoted to You. And so I'm proud that I'm able to re-record this master and have it out this summer. Wow. Now, Lee, do you have a particular prayer for America during these challenging times? 
when I pray, I pray in a, in a, in a broad term. We have a prayer team in the morning. We pray for a lot of people who base, basically have been either hurt uh, from physical ways or from the economy. And because a lot of people are struggling. And I pray that they would have faith in God, that God has a plan for them, regardless how hard it gets. And that would be my prayer for America, is no matter what we went through in 2020, have faith that God has a plan. And if, if you just continue to pray and, and believe in Jesus Christ, this nation will be honored by him. But if we lose faith, God has no promise. He'll take care of the United States of America. We are a brief episode in God's plan. And uh, let us hope that we continue to be so. Well, I know that you support our veterans. And of course, you know, you've toured by, uh, with the USO. Uh, what are some of the things that you've heard or that some of the veterans have told you based on your iconic song, God Bless the USA? Man, they pour their heart out to me. I, I have a charity called Helping a Hero in Houston, uh, not far from where you are. And uh, we build homes for wounded warriors. And we build over 200 homes in 10 years. And we continue to do so as fast as we can because a lot of them are still wounded in, in exercise and as they're deployed. That gives me great pride to be able to do that. And when I hear a veteran talk about um, their wounds, I have never yet heard one who's either lost an arm, a leg, multiple limbs, who is um, uh, discouraged by America. Unlike the Vietnam era, when they didn't have any pride, these veterans who come home now, even if they're wounded, they would, they would go back to battle in a second. And I pray for them because they still have faith in America, unlike a lot of people who live here uh, and enjoy the freedoms that that soldier paid for and, and don't recognize the value of it. So the veterans that I talk to, they are all, by the way, I have many that want the Bible the first time it comes out because they said, I want to remind my kids why we fight and, 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 and the faith that I have in this country and in God. So, I mean, th there you have it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, first of all, Lee, I want to thank you for honoring us with your time today and uh, bringing forth this amazing Bible that I myself, I'm going to purchase it uh, with millions of other people who are excited about uh, this uh, brand new project of yours. Again, I want to thank you for your time. You know, I'll tell you this, that we have a lot of merchandise on our website, LeeGreenwood.com, T-shirts and things like that, that I could, uh, and people send a picture to me and I sign it. I will not sign the Bible, by the way. I mean, it's not something I will do. I will not disgrace uh, or dishonor my God by, by doing that. My signature appears on the, on the lyrics on the inside and it's pre-done and it's printed, so it's not a signature. And just wanted you to know that, but anybody who has the leather-bound Bible of the Patriotic Bible, um, I honor you and I thank you for buying it and keep it by your bed because you need to read it every night. Well, again, Lee, thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, this brand new Bible, God Bless the USA is, uh, Bible is an NIV version. It also contains the most important documents of America, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and of course, the Pledge of, uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Even my a uh, brother-in-law who is a pastor of a church has his whole congregation recite the Pledge of Allegiance every service. It's something that, well, we all need to get back to. And ladies and gentlemen, you can pre-order the new God Bless the USA Bible at GodBlessTheUSABible.com. 
So I want to thank you, Lee Greenwood, for spending your time with us today. So stay tuned, everybody, because we have more right after this message.